what was Nietzsche's Christ? And well, to Nietzsche, Christ was a practice. And the best way to look at it was, as, as I've said, through The Idiot by Don Quixote. Well, not, well, I mean, The Idiot is interpreted, um, is inspired by Don Quixote. I mean, The Idiot by Dostoevsky. I'll also put a link to The Idiot below if you want to check that out. I haven't added that to the list of suggested readings, just it's a bit different. But if you want to read um, The Idiot, then of course, the link to that will also be in the description below for you to check it out. Um, to Nietzsche, Christ was a practice. And this is what he says um, in, in his work. He says, The bringing of good tidings died as he had lived, as he had taught not to redeem man, but to show how one must live. Well, I think that that is, um, I think that that is something which is a very um, important point when you're um, looking at Nietzsche's Christ, because what you are seeing here is that, well, Nietzsche is focusing particularly not on any of the other attributes or what he was actually teaching, but the fact of how you are able to carry out your ideals to the maximum and you're constantly striving to be the perfect version of your maxims and your beliefs and that you're willing to sacrifice till death itself on the cross that ability to continue fighting and that ability to continue developing yourself towards where you want to be. And in the same way, that is also why in, in Thus Spoke Zarathustra, I think if I remember correctly, he also says that if Jesus grew older, he'll probably have recanted his belief. But that doesn't change the fact of his respect for Christ. And that is precisely because he recognizes that, well, actually Christ was living his life to the fullest and living those values to the fullest. And that is something which is tied back to what Nietzsche says as a good human being and what should be desirable from um, human beings today. Now, of course, developing on that, Christ, what, what should be taken from Christ is his blueprint of how people can act. And in some sense, he writes that, well, actually, that blueprint of Christ is somewhat possible, if not even necessary for some people today. So it's this idea that it's taken, it, um, Christianity has almost taken Christ out of context to say that actually Christ was on this other level. Rather what Nietzsche is saying is that, well, actually we should not view Christ as this other level and that we are just below him. We should view Christ as this role model and not only view it like that, but also become a Christ-like figure. And when I say becoming Christ-like, it's not say believe or have faith in God, and we'll talk about that in the next slide, but it's, it's almost to say that, well, actually, by being a Christian, you could almost have a completely different set of values and morals. But at the same time, you can be a Christian by following those values to the extreme and by having great self-control and wisdom and discipline and perseverance with those beliefs. And that is what um, we're talking about when we're talking about Nietzsche's Christ in relationship to how people can act and how people can incorporate it into their lives. And the reason why he thinks it's possible, if not necessary, is actually traced back, and this is what Walter Kaufman suggests, traces it back to the idiot. And by reading the idiot, Nietzsche was able to understand that actually there is a mold of Christ. There is a mold of Christ, a Christ-like figure, a Christ-like archetype, which can be put into different circumstances in society. That's what um, Nietzsche, uh, Dostoevsky does very well in The Idiot, is that, well, by putting Christ, a Christ-like figure into these different molds, what, what they're able to do is to say, well, actually, this mold, well, well, might seem weird. Actually, by putting Christ into these different figures, we can adopt that idea, that, that courage to embrace certain values, even if they go against what everyone else believes and what everyone else prefers. It's something which is possible and that and which is something that people can do. And that's definitely something which is good. Before we carry on in this video, I'd like to remind you that if you do want to support this channel, then feel free to go check out my Patreon, which is found in the link below. You can have access to monthly newsletters, uh, prepare specific interviews for guests on live streams, access to exclusive essays, and way more benefits. Also, if you do reach 25 patrons, I will start a Patreon exclusive live stream so that you can interact more with me. So if you're interested in that, then make sure you go check it in the link below. Without further ado, let's get on with the video. 
That said, you also should turn to the flip side and say, well, actually, um, Nietzsche, well, Christ only represented half of Nietzsche's ideals. And what I mean by that is, well, Nietzsche had great, well, the ideal person has great endurance and perseverance. But the difference where Christ um, does tie in or is, is different from this ideal is that instead of having only having great perseverance and also having great endurance and ability to take advantage, Christ only um, kind of took well, had perseverance and endurance to follow his values. Now, that's some point where you could disagree with Nietzsche by saying, well, actually, Christ was quite successful because his values were were so influential, regardless of whether they were interpreted correctly or not. However, that's kind of on the side note, and that's something you could think about, but it's not necessarily, we're not talking about whether Nietzsche was correct or not, we're just mainly talking about what Nietzsche actually believed about um, Christ. Now, now developing on this, um, you could talk about the idea of Christ as well, and as and this is why I said is that well, what does it mean when Nietzsche respects Christ's endurance? Well, the reason is is that while well, he had a vision of of what he wanted, and he held on to that vision and that mission until his death. Of course, Nietzsche would have liked to think in Zarathustra that the Christ figure would indeed have changed his mind after looking at the world and observing and living and developing. But nevertheless, it is something that he was able to stick till the bitter end, and that is something that Nietzsche does indeed respect. And it's something which Nietzsche does indeed admire of Christ and is that perseverance which can be possible and if not necessary for some people to walk down that line. That's something which is very important. And perhaps you could abstract that even further and, and put it into the, 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 the tale as I've met, which I mentioned before, Don Quixote. It's, it's that idea of Miguel de Cervantes that, well, actually, in some sense, he does it even better than Dostoevsky by creating an almost Christ-like figure in Don Quixote and put him in a completely ridiculous manner and in such a ridiculous manner that it is completely inconceivable by all stretches of the imagination yet it still remains some sense of Christ-like nature. I mean it almost takes the idiot to another level and Don Quixote I think is a very good example of that and while I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the depictions in Don Quixote then I think it does take it ridiculous to a completely ridiculous level. I think that kind of sense of conviction that um, Nietzsche is admiring in Dostoevsky is taken to a next level in Don Quixote and perhaps if you do read Don Quixote and, and the Idiot, you, by comparing them to you actually get a further understanding of what Nietzsche is talking about, of what, um, what Nietzsche's Christ was and what is that element of endurance and perseverance which is an admirable.